What's up, amazing people? Thank you for stopping by another episode of ours. This is a special one, though. Our King Jesus was born around this time, and we just want to be able to dedicate this episode for him because, you know, without him, we wouldn't be anything. So we're very grateful to for y'all to be able to stop and buy our podcast again. And Kristen, you want to kick us off with a, a verse for this time of the year? Yes, I'd love to do that. So a really important verse, and this actually came from the Old Testament. So this was before Jesus was born or before the time around when Jesus was born, way before. The verse is Isaiah 9, 6, and it says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wow. Yeah, so it's kind of like they're foreshadowing, we're predicting, uh, or I guess it could also be called a prophetic verse because right. it's predicting the coming of Jesus. And I think a lot of people look to that verse when um, they were trying to determine who the Messiah was. Yeah. It's so crazy, too, because if you think about it, Jesus wasn't even here yet, and they had already started mentioning him. Yes. That's so amazing. And yet he's still here with us. Yes, you know, and he always will, obviously, but it's just so amazing to me. Um, let's let's kind of kick it off to where about Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. How crazy do you think it was or, you know, the mindset of Mary just to be able to hear God say, you know, hey, you're going to have this child and he's going to be the king and ruler of the world. And you're going to you're just, you're responsible of having this child. Yes. But it's not going to be Joseph's. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be pretty crazy to have an angel appear to you and say, hey, guess what? You're about to have the um, king of the universe as a baby. <laughs> Get ready for that. Uh, I think it would just be kind of unbelievable. And thinking for myself, if something like that happened to me, I would probably almost second guess myself until things started to develop and yes. started to notice, well, I'm pregnant and that's the only answer for why I could be pregnant is what the angel said. Yeah, so, that's all um, I can say. Yeah, that's, that would be amazing. The burden also that she had to carry was oh, probably gosh. a very heavy burden. I can't imagine, you know, knowing that you're carrying the child of the universe. And, you know, I think about these things uh, now just in my own life. You know, if I have children, I also am going to start thinking about how I'm eating, what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. And so I can only imagine how much pressure she had or felt to do the right thing and to make sure she was healthy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But well, yeah. it was also a huge burden on her when Joseph yes. you know, found out that she was pregnant. And also, I can't imagine what Joseph went through in his mind. Yes, as you're sitting here talking about that, I was thinking about that as a, as a guy's perspective. You know, as Joseph, as a man's mentality, it's like, well, that's, you know, Mary's mine. I don't want her to have any other baby but mine. Mm-hmm. You know, but if God says, you know, you're going to have you're going to have this kid and his name's going to be Jesus, then you got to obey him. So. It's just in all levels of, of faith and obedience. Can you imagine? I mean, you putting yourself in that position. Do you think you would have that amount of faith or obedience to be able to listen to God and obey him and, and do what he says? I think that it would be hard at first, especially not really knowing whenever Joseph, you know, Mary came to him and said, I'm pregnant, mm-hmm. having the 
it would just be really hard to comprehend. Oh, yeah. And you, in Joseph's shoes, I would probably think, well, she's a little bit crazy. <laughs> she thinks an angel appeared to yeah. her and now she's pregnant. I don't, no, not, not I don't understand this. Yeah. So um, I think it just, it kind of took him having a heavenly encounter and yeah. have that angel appear to him to tell him, you know, hey, this really is what's happening. She's not lying. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see from Joseph's side how it would be extremely hard at first to, to believe that. But yes. I think once the angel appears to you and tells you to your face, yeah, this is happening. It's kind of like, okay, God, I get it. I mm-hmm. will do what you tell me to do. Right. So. Yeah, no, for sure. And like you were talking about, just a minute ago about Joseph on his end, I can only imagine how stressful it was for both of them, you know, for Mary to go to Joseph and be like, Hey, I'm going to have this kid. This is what this angel told me. And Joseph's like, no, you're not. You know, I can only imagine the, you know, us being human, the bickering and the, the frustrating part of that. Yes. Yeah. And so there was a, a verse in the Bible where it talks about how Joseph was going to divorce Mary quietly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because Back in those days, having a child out of marriage was looked upon very negatively, and he didn't want any harm to come to Mary. So it's like, you know, he still cared about her, wanted her to have to be healthy and happy, but um, it's like he couldn't, he just couldn't live with the thought of Mary being pregnant with someone else's child until God appeared and said, Hey, you're going to be the father to my son. So it's like he got to take on the role as a father, and I can only imagine. Um, you know, the conversations that Mary and Joseph had about their son, knowing that he was um, the creator of the universe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in the form of a baby. Yes. And the beautiful thing, too, it's like, you know, obviously we know him as our God and our king. And you would, I mean, as anybody would think, it's like, okay, if that's God's son, you would think, you know, Jesus will just come down from the sky and shoot lining to the ground and just float and, you know, levitate over the ground. But it was just so beautiful because it's, you know, the Bible shows Mary and Joseph having to go through all these struggles, but it also shows Jesus being born in his, in, you know, basically a barn. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is it's like God's, God's telling us, you know, if I'm going to make Mary the woman that is carrying my child, struggle joseph the one that's going to be his father on earth you know struggle for jesus to be able to be born you know as a king you would think he'd be born in a palace or something but if he's making them struggle you know you know we're not any better to not struggle Mm -hmm. yeah and i think you know the fact that jesus went through the same things that we went through helps us to relate to jesus it also He's just such a good example. I mean, he is the example of what we should be, obviously. But um, the fact that he had to go through a lot of the things that we go through each and every day and the way that he handled those things, that's just, it's amazing to me. And what a sacrifice it was for him to become a child, you know, for God to send his one only son as a baby to be like us and to grow up, having to go through all the things that we've gone through and um, yes. you know, to make the sacrifice that he had to make, he didn't have to make that. He didn't have to come to the earth and um, become human yes. and go through hard times. He could have just stayed in heaven and yeah, let us be live the life. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we are just truly spoiled. We are. I mean, if you think about the the pure love that Jesus has for us, for him to come down and already start off in a rough patch where he was born mm-hmm. and growing up. I mean, I was telling talking to you about this the other day. I bet, 
I can only imagine when Jesus was growing up as a kid, I felt like he could have been a little bit of an outsider just because of his his mindset and where his knowledge was in Christ and or in God, sorry, and God speaking to him all the time. And these other kids are just being normal kids. You know, I, I feel like he could have been a little outsider, but he was also teaching people and not only kids, but adults too. Yes, that's absolutely true. So it's kind of goes back to what we've talked about in some of our past podcasts. You know, when you become closer with Jesus and you accept Jesus into your life, sometimes you don't fit in and you feel like you don't fit in. And that's the reason for that is because we're, once we have Jesus living in us and we have his spirit, we're no longer of this world. We're of a heavenly world. And so, yeah. That makes sense why Jesus wouldn't fit in either. Yeah, so. I agree. And and I know we're fixing to get to this, but to think of the, the three wise men and to know the the word of God so well and to know, okay, this star is up, this star is bright. You know, he is here on earth now. He's he's either fixing to be here or he's already here. Mm-hmm. We need to start heading this way because our king is about to arrive. Yes. Yeah. That is really amazing to study the Old Testament and the Bible that closely and just to know, you know, we're, they're basically watching for it to see. And when they do see the star appear, they know, okay, this is the savior Messiah. We're going to go find him. So, um, kind of talking about that and, um, also the impacts of angelic, um, hosts appearing to people. So there was also an encounter that occurred with the shepherds, um, and so there was a, an angel that appeared to the shepherds. I'm going to read a verse about this. So it's Luke 2, 8 through 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby. He was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Hmm. So that's pretty cool that that when the angel appeared to them, they got to... Um, have a visitation from not only one angel, but a lot of angels. Yeah. <laughs> so I can imagine being in a field, having an angel appear to you would say <laughs> here, you know, the son of God's born, he's in a manger. I was about to say. Him. And then all of these other heavenly hosts appear. Oh my gosh. And are praising God and singing and. I mean, talk about passing out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm not sure I'd make it through that. Yeah. <laughs> Have my head in a trough somewhere or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I couldn't imagine that. Uh, I would definitely be mixed emotions yes. everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me scared, like like they say, and uh, part of me, you know, feeling emotional, mm-hmm. feeling excited. Yes, and just feeling so blessed that you 
got to have that encounter that yes. God chose you to be the person that got to encounter that. Yes. That's amazing. I know. It's so, I mean, can you imagine us being out there at that time and just, just hearing like a, just even a wind of, of rumor saying, Hey, the Messiah was born, mm-hmm. you know, you'd sit there and you think about that. And it's like, that is insane to, yes. to even think about. It is the, the, you know, he's the game changer. He's the change of the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I love that very much. Um, also, I know what it was. I have this in my notes. Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. It means God with us. Yes. God be with us. Mm-hmm. How does that, how does that concept of God with us during Jesus' birth remain rele- relevant in our lives today? I mean. Well, I mean, you know, Jesus is with you in everything that you do, especially if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He never leaves you once you've done that. Um, But also, you know, just in your daily life and in everything that I do, I feel like I'm always constantly talking to Jesus. And I know that he's here with me. He wants a relationship with you. And so I strive to try to have a relationship with him like I would another human. It's just that he's the creator of the universe and not human. So Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. I mean... Just to, uh, as you were talking, I was just thinking as Mary and Jesus having this conversation whenever he gets older and he tells Mary like, hey, mom, I'm I'm growing up and I'm fixing to have to start doing these certain things that my father has called me to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a mother, it's like, how do you know, though? I'm, I'm older than you. I'm supposed to be telling you what to do, yes. you know, and it's kind of like it's mind blowing. Yeah. And it's like. That time when Jesus, they couldn't find Jesus, they searched for him everywhere. Yes. And he had been in the tabernacle um, teaching people. I love that. Visiting his father is what he said. And they were, it seemed like, you know, reading the verse that they were angry with him at first. But then it's like, well, we can't be mad. I just love that thinking about that. It's like <laughs> your human mind's like, yeah, I'm mad at you because you did something that you weren't supposed to and you ran off. But at the same time, you're also the creator of the universe. So yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can really be upset with you for what like, you did. God's, God, I'm sorry for being mad. Yeah. You know, that's not acceptable. But also it's kind of like, sorry, Nicodemus, uh, you're not the teacher of teachers. He, mm-hmm. Jesus is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He is the teacher of teachers. Yes, he is. Yes, he so, is. Um, kind of talking about the same, going on this, the same lines as Emmanuel and God being with us, um, mm-hmm. reflecting on the birth of Jesus. How does this event continue to impact our faith in daily lives and especially during the Christmas season? Oh, gosh. I mean... Yeah, it's definitely an everyday life just to be able to like kind of like we were talking about just a minute ago of what Mary and Joseph had to go through and what Jesus had to go through. I mean, that already was faith. Mm -hmm. And that faith, I feel like, involved around to us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so strong faith in early stages for them. And that faith is carried on to us through our everyday lives. And it's kind of like whenever we're going through something, we could sit back and be like, well, Jesus wasn't sitting on a, a gold throne. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't getting fed grapes. Yeah. You know, we, he had to go through the worst of the worst. And for us to be able to sit back and think about that whenever we're in our hard times, it's, it's humbling and it, it's motivation. Mm-hmm. And so to that question, faith runs a long way for all of us. And that's that's a good uh, good way to look at it. I feel. Yeah, and I think also you know during the Christmas season it's easy to get 
off track a little bit and start focusing on things that are not as important things like, you know, presents and Christmas decorations, you know, all that stuff is really fun and I love it. I love Christmas, but, um, focusing on what's really the real meaning of the season is Jesus's birth and how grateful we are that he came to this earth, became a, as a baby, you know, and he went through, um, so many hard things and things that we can relate to when he did not have to do that. So I think during this time, um, of the year, if people could just take a minute to think about the real reason for the season. And I know that's easier said than done. And it's kind of like, well, you could think about it for a second and just go on with your life. But, um, I think it really is important to reflect on why we actually celebrate this holiday and just also because it's become so commercialized and oh, for sure, it's almost like it's turned into something that it's not. And exactly right. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to talk about it with your family, think about the real reason, and try to remember why we why we started celebrating this yes. um, this holiday in the first place. Yes, I mean it's it's even gone so bad where the word Christmas they've taken Christ out of. Christmas and they put Xmas and I'm sure I mean I've done it before and not until my knowledge has grown I've I've stopped doing it but I mean just just things like that you know mm-hmm. it's it's Christmas Christ is Christmas yeah you know and I heard this really good saying and you know I recommend for people to write it down and I, it's definitely stuck in my head but Christmas is the death of death. And Christmas is the gift of life because on that day, Jesus arrived. And it's just amazing to think about that. You know, sit there and think about it and what that actually means. You know, I just think it's amazing. He conquered death. Yeah, he did. And he's given us life. To think about he was born on or not on Christmas. He was born around that time, came to life to give us life. And then what he do? He gathered up 12 people, spread his word, took so much punishment, sacrificed his life on the cross for us so that we can live freely. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. That is a king. Yes. That is a king. Not a not a guy that just sits on a throne and, you know, tells people what to do and point the finger. No. Our king, he went out, took his stripes, and he still thinks so highly of us mm-hmm. when we don't deserve. It. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, he does. Well, yes. I'm just so grateful for this time and season and grateful for my family and friends. Really grateful yes. for Laz. And we're also grateful for you. And yes, we really are. We're just so glad that you have tuned into our podcast. And if there's anything that you would like to hear, if there's a topic you would like for us to discuss, um, we are also always looking for testimonies. So if yes. you're interested on coming on uh, in coming on our podcast, please let us know. You can uh, comment. You can send us a message. Um, And please also like, subscribe, and share so that we can continue to spread God's word throughout the world. We would like to reach the whole world if we could so that more people can learn about Jesus and his birth. Yes. And before we close out, y'all comment down below. Y'all comment down below and y'all just shout, happy birthday, Jesus. He deserves it. He deserves so much. So in this comment down, I'll start it off. We will start it off and we'll start off the the happy birthday trend and we're going to be looking out for y'all. So um, also, like Kristen said, reach out. You know, we don't be afraid. You know, if y'all want to be a, a world changer for Christ, let's do this together. We're here with y'all. Um, would you like to close us out in prayer? I'd love to. 
Heavenly Father, we love you so much. Thank you so much for sending your one and only son, Jesus, to come to this earth as a baby and to die on the cross for our sins, Lord, so that we can be with you for all of eternity, Lord. We know that we don't deserve it, and we know that you did this because you love us so unconditionally, Father, and we are so grateful for that. Father, I pray that we would just keep our eyes focused on the real reason for this season and help us to keep the true meaning of Christmas in Christmas, Father. Lord, we just thank you for our viewers. We thank you for our family and friends. We just thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for your hand of favor and your blessing. Lord, we just love you so very much. We just pray that this message, which touched the people who are listening and viewing this podcast, Father, we pray for blessings over them this Christmas season. And Father, we just pray that this message would bring people closer to Christ. Father, we would pray that you would receive all the glory, honor, and praise in everything that we do. It's in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray all these things. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Um, we just pray that you and your family have an amazing Christmas. And this involves this involves Christ more into the holidays. We love y'all, and we will see y'all next time.